It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we continue on. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. A lot to get to this hour. Uh, Shohei Otani's not going anywhere. You just asked Scotty Moreno. <laughs> not going anywhere. Uh, but the place he may go <laughs> is with the guy who says, if we don't win in the next five years, I'm a failure. Mm. I don't care what it costs. If we don't win in five years, I'm a failure. We'll get to that coming up as well. Now, let me remind you. To experience Elevated at the Genesis Invitational as the PGA Tour stars return to Riviera next Thursday through February 19th. Be there to experience the excitement on and off the course and get your tickets today at GenesisInvitational.com. Now it is time for us to venture to the desert Mm -hmm. and check in with our good friend, a man who interviewed Joe Montana just a few days ago. He's at the Super Bowl. One half of the odd couple here on Fox Sports Radio, heard nightly in the West, 4 to 7, 7 to 10 in the East on the iHeartRadio app. It is our pal Rob Parker. Hello, Rob. What's happening, guys? My favorite guys, Rogan and Rodney, AM570. Hey, it's a smorgasbord down here. You know how many women over 60 live in uh, Phoenix? Amazing. And and you know what? This is a great time for you because it's the time where the quote-unquote snowbirds arrive. They come from yes. cold climates and spend the winters in Phoenix, so you got to be in heaven. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, it's just a matter of, I don't know. I, the hotel said I can't have more than three wheelchairs in my room. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And, of course, he laughs Rocky. at his own joke. Of course he does. Rob Parker, what in the world, man? <laughs> no more than three wheelchairs? <laughs> All right, Rob, so what's the atmosphere like? You've been doing your show down there all week with Chris Broussard. What's the atmosphere like? Yeah, I mean, it's lively. I mean, there's, there's different places some people are doing stuff in. What is it, uh, Rod? You, you guys both know. Old Scottsdale? Like Old Town. Old Town. Yeah, Old, Old Town. Old Town, yeah. ESPN is doing stuff over there. And are, you at the, doing- are you at the stadium with the big Fox set where the, some of these other guys are doing? Are you on Radio yeah, Row? No, no, where- no, we're downtown. No, we're downtown okay. at the convention center. That's where Radio Row is. Right. Just had just had uh, lunch at Marley's, Dan Marley's Restaurant. You remember the old yep, uh, guard? Yep. Thunder Dan. Uh, for the Thunder Stars. Dan. Yep, yeah, Thunder Dan, who's from, who's, uh, from uh, Traverse City, Michigan. And, and I think he went to, uh, what did he go, Western Michigan? I think he mm. went to Western. I did not know yeah. he was from uh, Traverse City. He's from Traverse City, yeah. He got a restaurant that was pretty cool, Got uh, had some wings and whatnot. It was, it was good. It was good. Uh-oh, you had wings? How many I know, wings? what a shocker. All flat, and they, didn't have any, they don't have any specialty flavor, so I had to just go with mild. I don't oh. want them too hot to burn my mouth. Uh, Rob, have you been to any Super Bowl parties or events? Uh, I've been around uh, tonight. I'm going to the FanDuel party. There was a uh, 
there was a Colin Cowherd party that I wound up not going to uh, that they said was pretty cool. Um, and mostly been catching up with people afterwards, having dinner and doing all kinds of stuff. So I really haven't been, but tonight I'll go to the big FanDuel party. So I'll do that. Nice, nice. Uh, I might have to just hang with you, Rob. You, you like the walking concierge. You got all, you dialed in to everything down here in Phoenix. Well, I, I'm trying to uh, to hang out and have a good time. So where are you, Rodney? Are you here? Where are you? I am. You I am. Anything? I'm in. Uh, I'm hanging out uh, in Scottsdale. Um, okay. Staying there, and um, and uh, went to the NFL Honors last night, which uh, which was really fun to, to catch up with a bunch of uh, old teammates and just old friends. And I was saying earlier in the show, uh, I got to hang out and talk to my man Joe Namath, who I absolutely uh, who absolutely love. He's my man. He looks good. Got to got to know him years ago, but uh, yeah, he still looks good. Still looks good, and. Um, He's doing his thing. It's always it's always a good time to be had hanging out with Joe Namath. And you know what? I, Joe Namath, to me, was what, like, being a pro athlete during that time, him and Clyde Frazier, they owned New yeah. York. They, they drove the big cars, the furs, the girls. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. lived it up. They did in it, In the yeah. 70s. They really did. Like, they were – they were what athletes were, you know, you dreamed of being and living their lifestyle back then. I, I think he did it right. And look at him uh, all these years later, still relevant. People know who he is, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Broadway Joe. Broadway Joe. Hey, Rob, what have the big storylines been for you there? Uh, you know, a lot of it is, of course, the two black quarterbacks uh, for the very first time in Super Bowl history which I think is significant, and, and I love it. Um, that's part of it. There's a lot of people are just all in on Patrick Mahomes no matter what, even though the Eagles, I think, have a better team on paper other than the quarterback position. But a lot of people think that that's all you need is that if you have the better quarterback, you're going to win. I'm not so sure about that. I like the Eagles a lot. In fact, I've got the Eagles winning by 10. I, oh, I, I just like, 10. I think they're going to get – yeah, by 10. I know a lot of people think I'm sugar uh Fred, for that. But I do. I like the Eagles. They've been good all year. And, and you know, they say, well, we'll see with Mahomes if they get to the quarterback. Ask the 49ers if they got to the quarterback because they heard two of them in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I, I, look, I, I think it's going to be a fascinating game. And here's the thing. We – we uh, and and you said it is not to be overlooked that two black quarterbacks for the first time are playing in the Super Bowl. It's a it's a wonderful thing, and also at the same time, it's it's kind of baffling that we're in 2023 saying this. I know, um, I know. but 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 it's, it's it's a great thing, and I think we've got uh, the two guys playing. Um, the story are very the stories are very very similar, and you got two guys that. Um, are good character guys too, right? They're good on and good off the field, which I think is significant as well. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a great matchup. I, I agree with you. I think Philly, top to bottom, is, is the better team on paper, with exception maybe of the quarterback and and, and the tight end. But uh, but Kansas City, boy, I, here's the thing. I think if Kansas City gets up, which they tend to do, and and gets up on Philly early, not just by you know a touchdown. But if they get up on them by two touchdowns um, early in this game, I'm not so sure Philly can come back. I'm not so sure Philly. Uh, Philly does not want to get in a track meet with them. 
And that's going to be interesting because I think Kansas City is going to come out with guns a-blazing. You're going to see all the trick plays that Andy Reid has early in this game to try to get a lead to see if Jalen Hurts and that Philadelphia offense can come from behind. Here's the only thing about Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl that nobody ever talks about. We get it. He won a Super Bowl. He's, this is his third one, you know, the first two. But Patrick Mahomes' numbers are not good in the Super Bowl. Two touchdowns, four picks, and three fumbles. He hadn't, and he got shut out. He didn't score a touchdown in the last one. So his numbers aren't great. I know he's a great player. Just got one MVP, his second MVP. I'm not trying to poo-poo him. But his numbers haven't been great. And really, he might be 0-2 if uh, Shanahan, I don't know what they were doing, up by 10 points with eight minutes to go uh, and started throwing the ball instead of running it in that other Super Bowl. You remember that game? It looked like San Francisco had that Super Bowl wrapped up, and they couldn't finish it. So yeah. um, we'll see how it plays out. And you're right. You don't want to, if you're Philly, you don't want to come from behind and where you have to rely on Jalen Hurts to throw the ball. And you can't do what you do, which is run the football, you know, and then throw the pass as a compliment. Rob, do you have any sense at all of what uh, the crowd, the fans, I mean, are there more people from Philly there, more people from Kansas City? Because – Uh, This is when people start to arrive. You know what? Rodney knows this. Philly is real deal sports town. Philly Mm -hmm. is like, Mm -hmm. but the the Philly fanatic, like, like there's a lot of people from Philly here. Kansas City, obviously, with Mahomes in the last, what, five years they've gone to the four or five years of AFC championship. Obviously, this is the third time the Super Bowl. Uh, So there's a lot of Kansas City people. But you see the Eagle people, loud, proud, you know, throwing cheesesteaks at people. I mean, it's Philadelphia. <laughs> it is. I think it's unique that we have uh, two, I think two of, uh, when you talk about fan bases around the NFL, both of these teams in these cities, are, I think, are in the top five, right? Oh, and, I, 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 100%. 100%. Yeah, are in the top and, five. And, 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 and they really, travel. All of them, both of them travel well. Big time. I, I'm telling you, Philly's, Philly's top Philly, New York, Boston, all those places, and they're real hard. Look at that. I'm just standing here, and celebrities are walking by. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> okay. What's I'm, up? Uh, Kevin Frazier. From hey, Frazier. Saw him last oh, night. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm on with Rogan and Rodney on AM570. Oh, you are? Oh, hey, Pete, say hi. Oh, I was just with Rodney last night at NFL Honor. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, my okay, man, Kate Frazier. You're right. He was just on the red. Kevin Frazier said you were there. No, is that right? <laughs> All right. See you later, buddy. <laughs> Look right. at Rob Parker. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I was just talking. Rob, anybody else walking by? You want to say hello to? <laughs> yeah, just start grabbing people, Rob. Yeah, just you know grab how it works at Radio I Row. Radio Row, you just you grab people. Thank you, Radio Row. Yeah, I'll be over there. Yeah, I'm standing outside because it was. I'm sorry. Who are you talking to now? I know. That's another TV guy from New York who I know. And uh, Steve Serby, who's a longtime columnist for the New York Post, just walked by. What's his name? Uh, Shine, who works for CBS. Oh, I forgot his first name. Another radio guy. So a lot of media people are walking out because I'm across the street from the convention center where Radio Row is. So that's why all these media people keep walking by. All right. Well, go go spend time with (laughs) Kevin Frazier. Go enjoy yourself. Well, all right. Well, wait a minute. Now, let me yeah. ask you: Do you buy into Andy's uh, explanation of of not of not applauding LeBron? I mean, did oh, you guys? Oh yeah, 
We talked about that earlier, Rob. I want to hear your take. Rob, wait a minute. Can you wait one minute, then we'll get your take? Okay, no can you, problem. Can you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, wait one minute. See, that is so Rob. Okay, man, there are people around. You want to talk to them? Go hang out. He goes, no, no, I, I, I want to talk about AD now. All right, Rob, you can talk about AD when we come back. You catch the big game this Sunday featuring Philadelphia and Kansas City. Coverage begins at 11, the kickoff at 3.30 on AM570. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The retirement home, the retirement place of many Americans and many people around the world. The Phoenix area. A lot of snowbirds, as Fred would say. I remember, yeah, watching the news and hearing that it's snowboard, snowbird season. Yeah. And the folks coming in from Minnesota and Wisconsin and Iowa and all across the cold states of this country to settle down in Arizona, and Rob Parker is picking them off like Elmer Fudd hunting in the woods. <laughs> Keeping everybody warm from the cold climates. Some of, the, some of these old chicks are rude. You know, you don't have to roll over my Jordans <laughs> to get my attention with your wheelchair. Again. And the other thing is, you know, instead of passing a little, how many, how many pass, uh, packets of Slender am I going to get with a number on the back? And you would think it's their phone number, but it's actually their ID medic alert bracelet. Number, you know? <laughs> okay. Those actually aren't bad, Rob. You, you can put those That's in your mix. That's not bad, Fred. Yeah, that you was laugh. not bad. That was not bad at all. That was pretty good. All right. You wanted yeah, to talk about... They were laughing at your delivery, not necessarily the joke there, Rob. No, I, I, I actually thought the lines were decent this time. They were pretty good. All right, Rob, what, what's your take on AD and uh, his reasoning for not applauding LeBron? I just don't buy it. That's a huge moment in somebody's life. That's that, and not only in your teammate's life, but in sports history. You're in the building. Everybody else is standing up. I mean, you have to you have to go out of like just your natural senses to do something different in that moment when everybody else yeah. in the building is standing up in such a moment. I, it's a bad look, and I don't know if he thought in this day and age where there's cameras everywhere. What that he wasn't going to be on camera, like. Like, that's just a bad look. I, if I was LeBron, I, 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 I'd have to look sideways at him. I'm serious. Like, like something's wrong for you not to be – you don't have to go crazy. I'm not saying do a cartwheel across the court. But, my God, you're not going to recognize a guy's accomplishment uh, of, of that ilk? I mean, that doesn't happen every day. No, you're right. Am I, I wrong, I was, I, No, I was with you. I said the same thing. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Are you I'm that, not, not aware? It, Fred, you're buying it? No, I, I look, I thought it was very odd that if you had a chance to witness something that happens once in a lifetime, you don't show right. some interest. I mean, I'm not saying you have to run on the court and hug the guy or, as you said, do cartwheels across, but at least seem to be engaged in that moment. I'm not asking you to jump up and cheer, but wouldn't you want to be standing to you see that? You almost got to, it's like... You just said, Fred, too, you, you almost got to, and Rob, I think you said it, you, you almost got to plan on yes. not being engaged. 
Right, you have to you have to work to get there, Rodney. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you have to have something in your mind. I'm not going to stand up, or I'm going to go sit down while this is all yep. going on. It has to be a thought process and not something in the moment. But like you said, it, it, because for him not to get show any kind of emotion or be standing up, uh, that was premeditated. That I'm going to go sit down and and not be a part of this thing. And 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 again, what I said too, Rob, was that. If that's the case, that it's all about winning. We went, we didn't win the game. We weren't winning the game. So I was pissed off about not winning the game. Then, from now on, or even going back to past clips, you better not be laughing on the bench when you guys are behind. You better not be smiling when 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 things aren't going well for you. Because if you're all about winning, and in that moment where people are giving you a pass to slot to to be happy and jovial and excited. Even when you're behind, they're giving you a pass because of the moment. Any other time, you better be you better be serious and intense on your face. And you know that's not going to be the case. We see the guys clowning around on the bench all the time, down by twenty. Well, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. And what do we say? Cameras can catch you at any moment. It doesn't mean you're not into the game. It doesn't mean you're not interested in winning and losing. It's just sometimes a moment, or somebody says something that makes you crack a smile. And any camera can catch that at any time, so that's that. It shouldn't be an indictment on guys that are sitting on the bench like they don't care. It, it shouldn't be that case. Um, so there's cameras, and he knows there's there's cameras, and I just I not buy it. I was so in, consumed with trying to win the game. Oh please, I uh, just I know he had to say something because it was so embarrassing when you see the video. You know, like there's no way you could just ignore it. You had to come up with something, but. I, I, if I was LeBron, I wouldn't be happy about it. I just couldn't. And then I know there was another clip of LeBron saying to him right at the end of the bench, "You know, I love you, bro," or something like that. I like, like there was something going on there. I don't, I don't know what it was. Did he hear his name in trade rumors? I'm just speculating. I have no inside information. I don't know. But what was it that triggered him to where he was like, "I'm anti-LeBron tonight. I don't care what he does." You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. care. Because yeah. that's what it came across as. But well, the only thing I care about now is let's see them win. I mean, they lost that game. They lost to Milwaukee. The clock is ticking here. They've made these trades, Rob, and uh, they're a much better team than they were. We all have to acknowledge that. But I don't know if they have enough to. to I, I don't think they have a championship team. But I think they're better than they were. They got to start winning just to make the playoffs. You're fine. No, I'm with you. I I think they got better. They got better, but but not not good enough. That's the problem. And you know maybe too little, too late. And uh, and then all the other teams. Look at all the other teams getting better. You know what I mean? Like it's not like they're the only ones who improved a little bit. Everybody, uh, most of the teams in front of you got better too with moves that they made. I mean, so I don't. I I'm still not convinced that they're going to make the playoffs. All right. Do you want to go inside now and see Kevin Frazier? Yeah, he's gone. He walked out. But I'm gonna go inside to there and, you know, and cause some issues. I'm I'm hanging around the, uh, I'm ha- I'm hanging around the uh, disabled parking uh, uh, signs here. Maybe I might run into somebody. You know what I'm saying? Rob, please. <laughs> oh, please. All right. Well, go go have fun, Rob. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> you disgusted by me? I'm sorry. That, that, all right. That crossed the line. I'm just saying that one was too much. But was, I don't know, Rob. It doesn't mean that they're handicapped all the way. 
Oh, oh, God. oh my God! All Rob. the way! Oh, on, All Rob. the way! <laughs> All right, I'm going. I got my foot in my mouth. All, All right. the All right, way. There he goes. All, All right. right, you guys are the best. You All guys right. are the best. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. There goes our buddy Rob Parker uh, at the Super Bowl in Phoenix. Oh you know the problem God. there was Rodney. He just went one more too many. One more too many. You know, yes. You got to know yes. when to stop. <laughs> you got. You, know, you got to yeah. know. That was a good one to wrap it up with. Yes. But he just kind of went yes, one more that, too that many. Aging player that plays one season too long. That's right. And that's what got him today. Uh, interesting here. We know that Artie Moreno was going to sell the Angels and then had buyer's remorse. Now, why did he have buyer's remorse? Uh, or seller's remorse, I should say. And why is that? Well, maybe he didn't get the price. We can always start with that. The other explanation was he didn't want to sell the Angels because he still has a love and a passion for the game. And he thinks the moves they made during this offseason will make them a much better team. Are they a championship team? Probably not. Should they be better? Fingers crossed they will be. But nonetheless, he said, I'm not selling. So then that opened up the big question. If you're not selling and you have Otani up at the end of the upcoming season, what are you going to do? And his, his thought process, his feeling, as would be anyone's, is, well, he's not going anywhere. We're going to hold on to him. We're not letting him leave. Well, if you're the owner of the Angels, you should say that. Because Otani's probably the biggest draw in the game. All due respect to Aaron Judge. Otani yeah. is is uh, yeah. so unusual. I mean, if you happen to hit it on a day where he's pitching, it's even better. So, he's the biggest draw in the game, uh, and he's an all-star, and you wouldn't want to let him go. But do they have the money to keep him? I think that's really the question that, here. That is the question. You know, um, uh, we've talked about this regional sports network issue, Rodney, with Bally's. And uh, according to all the reports I see, they will file bankruptcy in March. Bally's uh, has the angel rights, meaning Bally's pays the angels per year a rights fee for the opportunity to carry their games. Yeah. Okay. If they go belly up, there's a possibility that in a bankruptcy situation, hey, we don't have the money or we don't have as much money to pay you. So it kind of opens up the whole rights game uh, uh, package. And if that happens and Artie, it's going to cost him between 40 and $50 million a year, you would think, may not have the dough. How can they hold on to Shohei Otani, Rodney? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't because, as you mentioned, he's the top draw in baseball. And he is going to require, I mean, just thinking about it, Fred, it just makes my head spin how much he's going to require um, for him to stay with the Angels. That's a lot of dough that he's paying Mike Trout and, and potentially Shohei Otani. Um does he have it? Does he have? Does he have that money to, to be able to do that? We've seen him spend money in the past, and sometimes ill-advised uh, spending money on the wrong people and the wrong contracts. Um, so one would think sometimes, well, he's just throwing money around. Artie's got deep, 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 deep pockets, but you know, as far as you know, Fred, he doesn't, right? He, he's not. He's not the Guggenheim guys. He's not. Um, he's not Steve Ballmer or, or someone like that, that, or Steve Cohen either that could uh, just reach in his uh, couch and pull out, you know, $50 million. 
No, and I mean, if he had that, he'd fix that stadium down there. I mean, if he had that kind of money, the first thing he should do is fix the stadium because it really needs to be revamped or rebuilt or remodeled. I mean, it's it's outdated and old. So if he had that kind of money, he'd be investing there and he'd be able to pay for Otani. One guy that I guarantee you is going to take a run at Otani is Steve Cohn, the, uh, the owner of the Mets. I assure you he is all in because he is spending stupid money on everything and does not care and has told people, I don't care. And he's also told people, listen, if you don't like what I'm doing, then tough on you because that's your problem. I'm in this thing to win this I mean, thing. Yeah, he told the other owners that, yeah. right? Yeah, he told right. the other owners, listen, I'm going to spend my money the way I, Who are you to tell me how I spend my money, Fred? Right. Who are you to tell me how to spend my money? Right. So those owners in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati are like, stop. I Please. mean, you're killing us here. You're, you're destroying us. Stop. And he goes, I don't care. Listen, I owe it to the fans. I bought the team. I owe it to the fans. I owe it to the city. If we're going to be out here competing, we're going to try to win. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to try to win. By the way, we know if you spend the most money, it doesn't ensure or guarantee victory or success. But he doesn't care. He's going for it, like the Padres. I don't care. Go for it. All we got is money, and we're going for it. We want to show people we care. But what's interesting about Cohen is this, and I've never heard an owner say this before. He said he is in it to win it. He is spending his money. If they don't win a World Series in the next five years, he says that he would be a failure. He would be a failure if they don't win a World Series in the next five years. I'm investing this money. I'm going for it. Nothing is off the table. Everything is in play every year. And and I'm sure if they come up short this year, he'll go more insane next year. He doesn't care. He's given himself five years to win. He's put himself on the clock. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a bad, bad thing or any uh, or anything crazy either. I mean, I think if he's putting it out there, which I think people talk about internally, but he's making it public. Listen, I'm spending all this money. I have it to spend, by the way. And the thing I want is I want a championship. And so that's what we're, we're working on. And if I haven't brought a championship to this organization, to this city, then... All of this work I've done and all this money I've spent, it would be a a failure because at the end of the day, that's the goal is to win it all. And I put the pieces together. We believe we put the pieces together to win a championship. So, yes, it would be a failure. Yeah, I think that's that's a great statement by an owner of any franchise. Wouldn't every fan want an owner like that? I mean, Dodger fans have Guggenheim. And you know they're all in every year. Yes, but to vocalize it and say it. Yeah, but to come out and say it. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool for an owner to do that. I've never heard an owner say that in my life. I'm giving myself five years. Mm -hmm. If if it doesn't work in five years, then I consider it a failure. That you know, that's a guy that's that's in it to win it. I think every every fan, every fan base wants someone like that owning their team, because he's telling you point blank. Dodgers are like that. They're in it to win mm-hmm. it every year. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no two ways about it. Warriors may not win it this year, but they're in to win it every year. They spend a lot of money. They're having some problems now, 
but they yeah. spent a lot of money. They're yeah. in it to win it. And I think fans want that from their owners. And the problem is, if it's a family-owned and operated business, you don't have the capital to probably pull that off. You can't say that. I mean, Cohen made his money. He's worth, like, what, $4 billion, something like that, $5 billion. He's got the money. And owners that buy franchises today are more apt to say, I'm in it to win it. That's not a family business. And it's not just a vanity play for the amount of money I spent on the franchise. I want to win. Yeah, no trophies for that, right? Right. So you can you can rest assured he's going to be in big time in the Otani sweepstakes. Okay. Uh, one of the coaches made a comment that had some people scratching their heads. One of the Super Bowl coaches. So let's get into that next. Keep it moving on a fabulous, beautiful Friday. Headed into a big, gigantic weekend. You know, another thing out here, Fred, is going on is the uh, Phoenix Open. No, oh, Which well. is the wildest, craziest stop on the PGA Tour, man. <laughs> These people go absolutely. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely nuts uh, around the Phoenix Open on, especially the whole, I think it's 16, where the crowd is a, three, a part three and... And crowd is around the hole, and they go crazy and cheer. I think, you know, a couple guys over the years have hit hole-in-ones in there, including Tiger at one point hit a hole-in-one, and the place goes absolutely nuts. Because, you know, most golf tournaments, they tell you to be quiet, and they want everybody to be quiet as the guys are swinging. And this one, it's almost like they're holding up make applause like they do at TV shows uh, to get loud uh, during the course. But it is a happening over here in Phoenix, and it always, you know, lands around Super Bowl weekend. You know what you want? Listen, if you ever go over there and uh, they're having the golf tournament, here's what you want. You want one of those invites to one of the tents. Oh, yeah. That's what you want. You want one of those invites. Yes, all those big corporations Uh have those tents, those hospitality tents, boy. And if you're in one of those tents or you have it, because that is a golden ticket over there at that tournament, getting one of those nice tents. Um, But you don't see the golf. You're in there. You're in there to hang out and party and have a real good time. And some of those tents have some beautiful couches and lounge chairs. They're, you know, they're serving drinks and food and all those things. They got they got the tournament up on the big screens. It is, like I said, it's a happening. Uh, I've never seen a golf tournament like it. Yeah, no, it's fun. I know when uh, Haley lived in Arizona, mm-hmm. she and her friends, somehow they always made sure they had invites to those tents at the phoenix open <laughs> and she would tell the stories yeah. about what went on there it was uh, like whoa yeah wild yeah it was wild it, it is a fun time okay uh super bowl nick sirianni eagles coach uh told the media look i had a conversation with our guys and uh we're treating this game like any other game it sounds good to say but rodney is a guy that played is that possible No, you can attempt it, and that's what you keep telling yourself. We're going to treat this as as any other game, and you can do it to a certain extent, Fred. You can say we're going to 
do what we always do on Tuesday, what we always do on Wednesday. So from a, you know, from a football standpoint and on the field preparation standpoint, yeah, you treat it as as a normal week, uh, having practice, having days off, having meetings scheduled, meeting times, weightlifting times, treatment in the training room times, all those things you want to keep the same as it's always been. The hard part is the is the commitments that you have outside of the actual game or actually practice or meetings. Those are the problems, which is why they give you two weeks, you know, prior to the Super Bowl. It's, you know, it's not just to, to lock up travel for, for everybody, but it's also to give the teams time to get that, to use that week to get all of the superfluous uh, chores and tasks done before you hit the week of the Super Bowl because you don't want to be, you know, scrambling to find tickets for family members or friends the week of the Super Bowl or hotel rooms the week of the Super Bowl. You want to take care of all of that the week prior so this week can be as normal as possible. But it, it's no way because everywhere you turn, unless you go in a hole, turn off your TV, turn in your phone, um, that's the only way you're going to avoid it because you can't avoid it because it's all around you, no matter, especially in that city. I mean, the, the news, you know how it is, Fred. The news, not just the sports, but the news opens up what's happening today, Super Bowl week, you know, Super Bowl around town. This is the Eagles landed today. Oh, look, the, the, the Chiefs players were out at dinner at this particular restaurant. All those things come into play that you hear and that you see. And so to say we're just going to do it a normal week, yeah, on paper, that sounds great, but. It's different. It's different. And you feel it. And do you know going into the game, I mean, look, you're excited before every game and everybody has butterflies before yeah. you start or, or you wouldn't be playing. I mean, that's just part of being a, a pro. But do you really understand, do you carry with you the magnitude of this one game or can you in some way mentally, I just want to go out and do my job, just get it done. If we all work together and do what we're supposed to do and don't make mistakes, we can win. You know, you, you know, there's a difference but, or, or going, oh, my God, this is it. This is the game. We've got to win it. No, I think you played long enough, and, and all these guys that are playing in this game have played long enough in their career, whether it be, you know, coming up from Pop Warner to high school to, to college to, to now in the NFL and playing in this game. Uh, you've played in games, so you understand that. And one thing I'm sure every player, if you ask them, would tell you, uh, leading up to the game is the hardest part. The anticipation of the game is the hardest part. I think this is with every sport, too. The moment the game starts, when that whistle is blown, they kick it off, and I take that first hit, or I have that first contact, then it goes back to playing football. Everything goes back to just playing football, and that's true. That's a fact. Uh, no matter how big the game is, once you are actually in it, then your focus is the next play, what do we have to do on that play, that particular assignment, and it goes to the things that you've been trained to do, which is go out and execute and play football. The big game is this Sunday featuring Philadelphia and Kansas City. Coverage begins 11 a.m. The kickoff Sunday afternoon, 3.30, right here on AM570 LA Sports. Brought to you by MGM Rewards. Unlock the best of Las Vegas. Visit MGMRewards.com for details. More next hour as Vinny Bonsignor joins us. Also get you caught up on what happened today with its lit. When we come back, the spirituality to end the week and lead us into the Super Bowl with Vic and the Daily Haiku.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.